Be Wealthy and Smart, Episode 15. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how to create your luxury brand business. And what you're going to learn is what a luxury brand business is, what a brand's purpose is, five facts about the luxury brand market, and the secret motivator of the affluent. As you know, I talk about the twin pillars of wealth building. The first pillar of wealth building is to invest like billionaires, and that's having investments that are invested in the right cycle. The other twin pillar of wealth building is to create your luxury brand business. A luxury brand business is when you price, package, and promote your way to high-end clients. Why is this important? Because 77% of the wealthy made their money by having a business. So if we're talking about wealth building, we've got to talk about you having a business. Now, maybe you're in corporate and you don't have time for a business. Maybe you already are an entrepreneur and have a business. Well, either way, I think you should hear me out on this one because creating a luxury brand business is working with the high end. If you're like me, you probably enjoy some premium brands. You can think about things in your life that you like to buy that are at the high end of the market and it appeals to you for various reasons. Women have certain things they love, certain designers and handbags and shoes that they love and men have certain sports equipment and maybe clothing as well, that they love. And it's something that's different. It's appealing to us for a different reason. It's not your typical ABC brand that's a generic brand at the store. And so there's a lot of information to understand about branding. And the extra knowledge that you gain about a luxury brand can mean a lot of extra income for your business. It can mean a lot of extra money in your pocket. Because having a luxury brand allows you to charge more and gain a really loyal market share and eventually create a lot of wealth for yourself. It's also a lot easier to work with the wealthy than it is less affluent people when the economy changes. And if we're going to go through a tough economy in the future, you're going to be wanting to work with the luxury market. So... Let's talk about a luxury brand business and how this can mean more revenue for you. Let me just tell you my story of how I got involved in luxury brand businesses. Several years ago, I left Wall Street after my husband died and I had enough money I didn't have to work. I wanted to do charitable work and search for my purpose. And I decided after a couple years of exploring and working with mentors, I started a business from home to mentor people about wealth building online. And when I looked at my business, lifestyle was really important to me. I wanted to have a business where I could be at home all the time. 
I, at that time, had two dogs and loved being with my dogs and loved my home environment and loved being in the desert. So I wanted to be in the desert and in Seattle and wherever I wanted to be. So I wanted to have the ability to operate from any location. I didn't want to be stuck on a location. And I wanted to also have the ability to make a global impact and reach people on a global basis and do this with just a phone and a computer. And that's when I decided to start my own luxury brand, which is Be Wealthy and Smart. And I started marketing online through social media. I did teleclasses and I had live events where I had an invitation only mastermind group on a high level uh, come and work with me for a year. And it's really something that started, though, when I was in the financial services industry and I was doing sort of a luxury brand version without really knowing that's what I was doing. But I worked with affluent clients and their financial advisors. I was representing an investment firm and representing different investments. And I would work with financial advisors, do presentations for them, for their clients about uh, my company's investments. And my employer provided really expensive training from very expert consultants who catered to the affluent. And I was educated how to work with affluent clients. And I'll define the affluent as having a minimum of a million dollars to invest. Uh, But a lot of books about the affluent talk about uh, the affluent having just 250,000, for example, um, in savings. I think that it's a little bit higher than that. I think it's, I'd like to use the $1 million uh, level as talking about the affluent. I think that that's a good dividing point. But my initial success came from showing financial advisors how to separate themselves from the competition and attract affluent clients. And essentially, I taught them how to become a luxury brand, although I didn't really realize that's what I was doing. But like those in many professions, dentists, doctors, lawyers, the financial advisors face the problem that people think they're all basically the same. And even worse, the firms that financial advisors work for usually don't allow them to advertise themselves or stand out in any real way. So they can only promote their firm. They can't really promote themselves. And because differentiating themselves is so challenging, I became a master at helping financial advisors stand out to attract affluent clients. So for example, I helped one financial advisor target affluent prospects that served on charitable boards. They recruited speakers and we created an organization for charitable boards to get together informally so they could cooperate and share problems and brainstorm solutions. And this group of, this team of financial advisors became the go-to experts for all of these charitable boards and attracted a lot of affluent clients because they understood what these people wanted and where to find them. And a lot of people on charitable boards are very affluent. So they would gain clients from getting to know them. And at the same time, I began quietly coaching select financial advisors how to make their businesses stand out and how to be more specialized with a high-end appeal. And our firm also brought in the top experts on the affluent who taught us to understand this demographic and their personality types and the psychology behind how they respond to things. And it's all based on extensive research. And I still use that data in my business and share it today. So let me tell you five facts about the luxury brand market. Um, 
The people in the luxury brand market control 70% of the net worth in the United States. Wow, that's where the money is. And that's where if you can tap into that market, you're going to have an unlimited source of clients who can pay you top dollar for your services. Number two, of the people earning over $50,000, 96% will pay a premium for at least one type of product. In America, that's 122 million people. And globally, that's just a drop in the bucket. But they will, by research, pay at least more for one type of product. At least 96% of people will. Number three, Women have always been important consumers and influencers of spending, but today nearly 25% of married women out-earn their husbands. So that means that the demographics are changing for not only women influencing things, but also spending more on themselves and buying their own jewelry and things like that. Number four, in the United States today, couples have fewer kids and people live longer and more singles have more money to spend on themselves than in previous decades. So again, we have more discretionary income because people are having fewer children. So therefore there's more money available for products and services for them to spend on themselves. And number five, globalization provides a world market for luxury goods. Premium retailers have expanded overseas to reach those markets, and today entrepreneurs have the same or maybe even better niche opportunities than large chain stores do. So basically, as an entrepreneur, you can go global and reach people with your brand as well. And that is amazing. As a luxury provider, that's incredible because, again, you can reach more people that can afford to pay you more. There's more potential money out there than there's ever been before. So how do you create exclusivity around your products and services so you can gain confidence offering them at a premium price? And again, if you don't have a business yet, you're going to be thinking about and working on starting a part-time business, something on the side. So think about these things as you might be potentially just learning before you've identified your business and that's okay so hang in there and understand these things about creating a luxury brand because you'll be able to apply them later on but you want to go with the flow of the trends you want to get ready to increase both your income and your impact and attract a steady stream of clients who can afford to pay you handsomely and are easy to work with and are likely to refer clients to you because the affluent typically do refer their friends and family to others on a, on a more readily, um, a more ready basis. So these are people that when they like your products, they're going to recommend you to others. That's a good client to have. Sometimes people get confused and they think, oh, having a luxury brand is really just about jacking up prices and charging more for something that you know, is is something not that special. And that is not what I'm talking about at all. I'm talking about really quality things and talking about really reaching the affluent on an emotional level. And that's got to be a comprehensive and cohesive strategy. If you think about a Louis Vuitton handbag or Callaway golf clubs, you think about those things, you can feel the emotion underneath your desire to have those things. It's not really about the thing itself, but it's really about how it makes you feel and what it says about you. And subconsciously, you have a desire to be a luxury brand yourself. You want to have those nice things and, and be able to afford those nice things. 
So here's a secret a lot of people don't understand about the affluent. At a certain point, they come to a crossroads where they have more money than time. And when time trumps money in, in importance, the affluent look for someone who understands that and will give them what they want on a silver platter. And they're happy to trade a lot of money for whatever that is. That means money comes easily to them, but solutions to their problems don't. And that's where you come in with your luxury brand. In category after category of luxury goods and services, the traditional leaders have been dethroned and new luxury winners have emerged. And not every business owner seeks that level of success. But if you do, in my opinion, creating a luxury brand business is the fastest way to get there. We talk about luxury brands and it's so fun because we enjoy them so much. It's part of the brand to make you feel like you've purchased something luxurious and special to like it's a treat or a status item. Brands like Chanel or Louis Vuitton or Prada may make women swoon, but luxury is not only about designer clothing and handbags. Luxury brands can be launched for anything. I mean, even peanut butter, television shows, coaching, perfume, cars, you name it. Any brand can become a luxury brand if you follow the rules and steps that I'll give you. What is a brand's purpose? A brand's purpose is to set one product apart from the rest. It's similar to having shelves in our brain. It's like, you know, we've got the lower shelf and then a shelf above that and a shelf above that. And we figure out how far up the chain a product belongs. At the bottom, based on price, usually is where the lowest shelf is. And then at the top, it's based on more emotional and subconscious needs. And when a brand targets the affluent, they can hear that message and they know the brand is made for them. So there's certain things that attract them. There's certain things that they respond to. But the problem is many entrepreneurs don't know what attracts or repels affluent customers, either knowingly or unknowingly. But products and services that don't look to have a certain high quality style or class to them can actually repel people. Have you ever seen a website that just looks really tacky and isn't nicely done or It's like one of those really cheap looking ones with the bright blue and yellow on the website. I mean, those just stand out like a sore thumb. And yet when you see something that's really quality and really nicely done, you know, you look at it, you go, wow, that is amazing. I can relate to that or I want that. So it really can affect you just from, you know, your initial reaction to it. So it's not all about price, but think about how often do you shop just on price? If you're just shopping by price, there's not very many things you probably buy just on price. Seriously, even if you think you're buying based on price because it's on sale, there's usually more things going into it, into that decision. But it's it's interesting because you know, things that are commodities, things that are all the same, toilet paper, paper towels, things like that, those you shop on pure price, usually. I mean, there's towels like Brawny that have tried to become the affluent upscale paper towel, showing you that they absorb more and all of that. They can do that even with paper towels. They're trying to distinguish themselves and make themselves a luxury brand. So it can be done with just about anything. But If you're shopping, you know, just for price and maybe a little style, you're probably shopping at a store like a Target. If you're shopping mostly for style, quality, selection, and service, you might be at a Nordstrom's or something like that or Saks Fifth Avenue. 
If you're shopping for style, quality, selection, service, and high-end designers, that might be Saks or Neiman Marcus, something like that. But you see how each level adds an additional element. And most entrepreneurs are trying to be Walmart and market to the masses. And rather than be the lowest price person, think about, you know, think about providing products and services to people that can afford to pay more. Think about attracting people because it gives you more money to have a more quality product to give better service. It's exactly what you respond to. And in your business, it's what your customers will respond to as well. And they'll pay more for it happily. So all products can differentiate themselves, even water. Yes, you can buy water that gives back to the rainforest. You could buy spring water, sparkling water. Even Trump has a brand of water. And what about peanut butter? All brands appear to be the same until, you're heal- until you hear a slogan like, choosy mothers choose Jeff. So even organic peanut butter could be more high-end than Jif, but they're trying to differentiate themselves, not only about peanut butter, but being a good mother. That's the emotional message. So you can afford to pay more for peanut butter because you're a good mom. So good branding sets you apart from your competitors, but you have to crown yourself. For example, BMW is called the ultimate driving machine, claiming the top of the market with the word ultimate. And those are typical things that brands do when they are talking about their quality. They're trying to set themselves apart and make themselves at the top of the heap. So when you're looking at a luxury brand, you're looking at that brand setting itself apart and saying, we're the brand leader. We're the one that is number one in the space. And they're trying to tell you that so that it solidifies it in your mind and you claim that top shelf. So if I say to you some different store names, if I say Walmart or I say Neiman Marcus, typically in your mind, in the shelves in your mind, Walmart's at the bottom and Neiman Marcus might be at the top. Even if you don't shop there, you know that that's the quality ranking and your mind is always subconsciously ranking based on where it thinks the quality is. So even when you look at brands in the supermarket, you're ranking different things. And brands like Procter & Gamble have learned that creating a brand around something like toothpaste or mouthwash or toothbrushes, things like that is possible and makes a huge difference because you trust it, you know it, you know what it stands for you know something about it. It's almost like a trusted friend versus a stranger, which is the generic brand that you know nothing about. It's just plain and, you know, you're not sure what what they stand for. So branding has been around for a long time, but it's something that a lot of entrepreneurs don't really work a lot with. But again, in my opinion, it's a great way to work with the high-end market to price, package, and promote in a cohesive way so you can appeal to the affluent because they're easier to work with, they're more likely to refer business to you, they're less likely to complain, and they will pay more for your products and services. Those are ideal, ideal clients. And certainly if we have economic troubles ahead, you're going to want to have that kind of client. So even if you haven't identified your business yet, 
this is something for you to think about and something for you to just start looking around and and start noticing some things. Your action step is to think of your favorite luxury brands. What are their slogans? What features do they play up? And what primal need do they fill? So think about this, whether it's champagne or liquor, think about it, whether it's your sports equipment or your handbag or your pair of shoes, think about your car, Look at all of those things. Think about those brands. What do they have in common? Because they've attracted you and they're all different brands. But what was it about those brands that attracted you? Each one attracted you to make that purchase. So what was it? So really sit down and give just a few minutes of thought about this because you'll discover a lot about yourself. If you look at what are the brands, what do they emphasize, and what did they reach in your subconscious primal brain that caused you to pull the trigger and buy that product? So take a look at that and see if you can identify some things that those luxury brands have in common. What you learned today is what a luxury brand business is, what a brand's purpose is, the five facts about the luxury brand market, and a secret motivator of the affluent. That was that they value their time more than money. Hey, have you heard about the super rich and fabulous cruise? Well, if you're like most people, you've invested in mutual funds, have a 401k, an IRA, or other retirement plan, and you or your spouse or both of you will work until age 65, so you'll be able to have a comfortable retirement, right? Wrong. How are you supposed to know when the money you have is enough? And what if it doesn't grow to the exact magic number you need? What is your plan if you need to feel more comfortable and have more money? On the cruise, you will learn how and where to grow more wealth, the best ways to generate income without relying on a job, where billionaires are planning to make their next fortunes, and you can too, how to earn income for the rest of your life from your knowledge and experience, how to understand bubbles, cycles, and trends to build wealth. Did you know 77% of the wealthy made their money by owning a business? Well, whether you have a business or are thinking of starting a business, you need to know how to turn your passion and knowledge into products people are hungry for, how to attract thousands of people to your business for free, how to command top dollar for your products and services, how to understand your highest perceived value that clients will pay more for, and how to create your luxury brand business, price, package, and promote your way to high-end clients. Investing like billionaires and creating your luxury brand are the twin pillars of wealth building. Put your wealth building on steroids by having both. Join us on this enlightening and luxurious cruise for total rejuvenation of yourself and your finances. Find more details at www.bewealthyandsmart.com forward slash cruise. Bewealthyandsmart.com forward slash cruise. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.